Hey, hey, mamas. I hope you're wicked excited for today's show because I know that one of the best social media tools that just so happens to be free are Facebook groups. However, so many mama bosses find themselves wondering how they can better use their group to truly build meaningful relationships with their customer audience while at the same time offering meaningful solutions using products that you know can help change lives without being spammy. So if this sounds like you, keep listening mama because I got you. And guess what? We're just one episode away from 50 episodes. In the past six months of podcasting, this show has ranked in five countries, ranked in as the number two podcast in the Christian network marketing category and a top 10 podcast in the vast network marketing category on Apple Podcasts. We're up to 55 five-star reviews in the United States and multiple five-star reviews in other countries as well. Many of you have joined my rebranded, growing Facebook community where I'm enjoying connecting with you in Messenger. I've launched my very first course and I'm working on my next one. And I couldn't have achieved any of this without you, my amazing, loyal listeners. So you bet your baby we're going to celebrate. Remember to stay tuned for a special episode 50 announcement. And if you haven't left a review yet, I'd love to hear how you're enjoying this show. Your written reviews light me up and inspire me to keep showing up to help empower other mamas to live and work more abundantly. Welcome to the Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers show, where we choose to grow a successful and sustainable business from the crazy caffeine-filled comfort of home using flexible productivity strategies that simplify, optimize, and systemize our business and mom life. Hi, I'm Melody Bishop, a Jesus-loving boy mom, former teacher, turned top 1% network marketer, turned entrepreneur. I believe you can slay your day without being a slave to the hustle. If you're ready to get your time freedom back and design the life you love, you're in the right place. It's time to rise up, know your worth, and live abundantly. Facebook groups. We all have one, but sometimes we feel adrift on the sea when trying to figure out how to use our group to connect with our audience and meet their needs. And while this topic could be a whole masterclass in and of itself, today's part two of our value group series will hone in on one of the most effective and underutilized group success strategies, value-driven group events. Have you ever been to an event inside a group where the amount of random sales and games posts (laughs) make your head spin? There's so much information to weed through and so many products to consider that you just don't even know where to begin. There's no real direction, there's no real connection to your needs, and there's no way you have the time to sift through posts to find something that might stand out. 
The confused mind says no. Always remember that <laughs> in your network marketing journey. The confused mind says no. Sometimes more is just more. More is not always better. Now, if the consultant in this group is notorious for this type of post and pray method, throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping something sticks, what usually ends up happening is you either leave the group or you unfollow the group so you're not inundated with notifications and salesy post after salesy post. Now we've all been there. Some of us are guilty of being that consultant. And as always, this is a judge-free zone. But guess what? When you know better, you do better and you can always begin the journey to creating a unique value community that not only your customers will love but can bring you joy as well a great place to start in making the transition from a transactional vip group to a transformational value group experience is to begin implementing value-driven events inside your community now, if you have yet to listen to part one of this series, which is episode number 48, be sure to go back and give it a listen as it really helps set up the premise and purpose of what we're diving into today. For the rest of you, a quick recap. The goal here is to take your VIP customer group and elevate it to a value customer community. First step, serving and solving using themed value events. So why host group events? Well, serving your audience earns you the right to sell. No one is going to listen to you until you have earned the right to sell to them by serving them with value. And that means value that doesn't expect anything in return, okay? So really just giving them free, awesome value where they have small transformation after small transformation and you're giving them these little wins which is connecting and building that relationship and building that know, like, and trust factor which we'll talk about again in a minute. And then as you stand out to them as that consultant who changed my life <laughs> and hasn't even asked me to buy anything yet, then you have earned the right to sell to them. Serving comes first, selling <laughs> comes later, and oftentimes you can serve and then organically sell when you do get to the part where you give them your offer in the group or whether you're chatting with them, etc. you're building that relationship, but only once you've built that foundation, okay, that foundation of giving them value and giving them some type of win transformation that isn't tied to them spending money with you or joining your team. Selling is serving and serving is solving. I'm gonna say that again because I think so many of us need a plaque in our office that says this, just to remind us, selling is serving and serving is solving. Having a group that sells in a service type way, okay, and solves in a service type way sets you apart as the go-to authority when you are really talking about those strengths and gifts and talents that set you apart and you're speaking to those, um, your niche, your audience's specific needs. And when you do this inside of a community, you're going to then attract people who need what you have to offer 
what you uniquely have to offer because you are clear on your avatars, your who's, needs, and desires. Hosting a group event will also help you build that know, like, and trust factor quickly because you are showing up in this event and you are pouring value into them, you are serving them, and they're gonna be blown away, and they're gonna automatically be connected to you and want to know more and and say to themselves, wow, if she's doing this for free, imagine (laughs) how she can help me with regards to whatever your offer is, whatever your product is, your opportunity is, etc. It shows them that you care about them as a person and not just a person who can help boost your paycheck. People are not going to buy with you or join your team until they know, like, and trust you. So first of all, people are not going to listen to you and what you have to say until they know and like you. So that's why it's so important you can use a group to really accelerate that know, like, and trust factor. But you have to start with the know and the like. So don't be afraid to let your weird flag fly if you're weird. If you're not weird, if you're introverted and you're you're really mindful and you have some really deep things to say or you love to just share inspirational things, etc. Just be you inside of your group and, and let them know who you are, your personality, and not just what you sell, okay? So they have to develop that type of like, I know you type of relationships, even if they don't know you yet. You know how you watch a TV show and you think that you know that celebrity even though you've never met them before? Or even an influencer, maybe you watch their trainings or you listen to me and you feel like you know me even though we haven't met before because you are making that connection with that person and you're sharing yourself with them. And that really helps to build that foundation of the know and like. And then when you serve them with free value and you give them them those wins and transformations, that builds the trust factor. They then trust you. They trust you because you've proven that you are an authority in what you're doing by serving them and actually getting them some small wins before they even spend more money with you, okay? And then once they trust you, it's gonna be so much easier for them to then take out their pocketbook (laughs) and spend some money with you or join your team. Group events also help boost engagement and group participation because you're able to connect with people in serving and solving and you're able to speak to those people who have that specific need based on whatever your event is about. So it really helps to boost that participation because people are gonna be interested in what you have to say because you're actually giving them wins and transformations in your event. It helps encourage organic sales and customer referrals. So like I said, if you are really smart with your event and you give them tons of value up front and then on the back end of it, okay, at the end of it, then you offer some solutions that have to do with your products, okay? You don't just come out with that swinging right up front, right out the gate. You give them lots of value up front and then you say, hey, and by the way, I have some of these product solutions that can also help you. And and when you do that, you're gonna encourage organic sales, again, because you've earned the right to sell to them first. 
And then you're also going to have organic customer referrals because, you know, let's say Sally, she is really interested in organizing her home and that's what you talk to. You talk to moms who need to organize their home and she knows other moms who need to organize their home. So she's gonna be like, hey, this gal over in this group, she's awesome. She's given all this free value. I've learned so much from her. I think you could really, you know, get some value out of this too. Maybe we can organize our homes together and be accountability partners, you know? So that's just an example, but but you're gonna get organic people, people organically referring other people, you know, their friends into your group who need what you have to offer because they're gonna know other friends and other family members who also need to have the types of transformations that they're having inside of your group through these events. And you grow a group of loyal, raving fans who very often become friends or teammates. So. Once you've built that know, like, and trust factor, once you've shown them how how awesome you are and that you're the go-to authority on this, and you don't have to be light years ahead of people, you just have to be a few steps ahead to take them from where you were to where you are now. And then as you continue to grow on your journey, you can then continue to keep helping them grow on their journey and show them how you use the products to do that as well. But as you're doing that, okay, you're gonna have these raving, loyal, fans who aren't going to shop with anybody else but you and that's what you want you don't want any more group hopping with other consultants in your company you want to find your people love them hard serve them well inside of your group and then they're going to stick with you for the long haul and it really helps with your customer retention and also finding some rock star dream customers who can become teammates so what does a group event look like? So you wanna have a specific thematic focus that addresses a specific problem or pain point that your audience struggles with. So everyone's events are gonna look different. Yeah, you might have some that have a similar theme, but you're gonna approach your event in a different way than anybody else will because you are using your unique struggles and the transformation that you had on your journey to help share with others. And also the things that you have learned through life experience and other strengths and talents that you have. So you're gonna have, might have a similar theme, okay? But you're gonna have a different approach because you are uniquely you. <laughs> and you're trying to attract other people who will resonate and relate with you. So you also wanna offer tips and hacks and advice that's not related to selling your products. So if this whole event is just all about product this, product that, product, 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 solution with my product, solution with my product, you are not gonna have people pay attention to you because it's just gonna sound like another salesy type promotion transactional group. You have to, again, earn the right to sell to them by offering them value up front that isn't necessarily connected to your product, but gently leads them into your product solutions. So for example, when I did a bedroom mini makeover in my group with my previous company, I went on Amazon and I, I'm like, oh, I use this, I use this. So I found different products and things and tips that I used to make over my own closet. I shared those things with them. And then at the end I was like, I also use these cubes. And I also use this organizer. And I also use this tote. And I showed them how I use them. 
okay, and what I use them for, and they just so happen to be products that I sold with my previous company. But I first helped them with hacks and tips to make over their bedroom closet, things that they could do for free, and also things that they could find somewhere else, whether it's on Amazon, or I gave them, I showed them a Pinterest board that I used for inspiration that they could find things on their own. But basically you're getting them little wins, and you wanna show them that this isn't just about me selling to you, but it's about me offering you value. And yeah, maybe you'll order with me this time, maybe you won't, but you are earning their trust <laughs> so that eventually they will order with you. So you do want to include product solutions, okay? No more than three, because again, the confused mind says no, you give them too many options, they're gonna get you know analysis paralysis and they're not gonna order anything. So solutions are products that group together and make sense together to create a solution. So no more than three solutions that help solve the specific pain point or problem that you are addressing in your event. So just remember the 80-20 rule. You wanna lead with 80% value and 20% selling your product solutions or value, value, value post, offer. Value, value, value post, offer. You also wanna make sure that your event creates a sense of urgency to help members participate now rather than procrastinate because if you give the if you give them the option to procrastinate, most people are gonna procrastinate. Not everybody, you'll have the few people who are you know ready to go right now, but you're gonna have a majority of people procrastinating because let's just keep it real, life is busy, life is distracting, especially right now. <laughs> so if you don't give them a reason to act now then they're not going to <laughs> and we'll talk a little bit more about how to do that in just a bit you want to make sure that your group event inspires educates motivates and nurtures a sense of community belonging all right let's talk about choosing your group event name so this is something you're gonna to have to come with up with on your own but I can help you with this over in my community too but here are some ideas so this is just kind of um, the general broad umbrella of what your events could be. And then I'm gonna talk about examples under the umbrella of how you could break it down into the, like the mini makeover type, really themed focused challenges, okay? So the broad umbrella ideas are, you could call it your mini makeover challenges. So every month you say, I have a mini makeover challenge, or if you're gonna do, start with the um, once a quarter, just to kind of ease into it, you can let your people know, cause you wanna make it consistent so they understand it's a thing and they look forward to it, cause it's gonna take some time in the beginning for them to kind of latch on and kind of get all excited about it. But after a while, if they see you keep doing it, then, then they will catch on and they will start to get more excited, okay? You gotta be consistent. Because <laughs> so many people in this world are not consistent and people know that. <laughs> so you got to earn <laughs> their trust, let them know that you're gonna be consistent first and then they'll start to follow along. So realize that upfront. So you could call it a mini makeover challenge and this is great for companies that maybe are organization or beauty or some type of boutique style like clothing or maybe even lifestyle or home decor or even jewelry another option is to coin them a wellness workshop so this is perfect if you're in health and wellness or even if you're in one of those um, like pet there's like a pet uh, direct sales company out there you could call it pet wellness workshop Another option is to call it cooking with, and then you insert your name, so cooking with Melody Workshop. Or if you sell books, you could call it um, Storytime Spotlights with Melody. Insert your name there. Or if you're in some type of a, a fitness, fitness company, you could call it Fit Body Bootcamp. 
And then you wanna choose your group event theme, okay? So the more specific the theme, the better, because then you wanna be able to get super, super niche down in your theme. That way you can really focus on what you're sharing in your event because the more focused you can be, the less confused they will be and the more positive response you will have in sales and also you know, in engagement in your group as well. So consider the time of year because sometimes you can couple it with the time of the year. So let's say holiday gifting event, so a holiday gifting challenge, or maybe it's springtime and you're gonna do some type of like clutter buster challenge. You get the idea. So you can think about the time of the year, but consider what their needs are. And like I mentioned in part one of this, you can simply just post a poll with some ideas and then ask them which one is their favorite and go with that, okay? So you wanna choose a theme that fits your audience needs and one that you know you can rock out with some awesome value. You have to make sure that you're like, yeah, I can totally teach on this. I can totally train on this. I can totally give some awesome value with this. So here are some examples of a theme challenge based under some of those umbrellas. So you could call it a fall fashion mini makeover challenge where you walk through some of your favorite fall looks. Maybe a belly blaster boot camp where you talk about different ways where you can blast that belly fat. <laughs> or you could call it a simple dinner meals for picky kids workshop. See, we're, we're getting really niche down in here. We're focusing on a specific theme. As I mentioned, the bedroom closet mini makeover challenge is another example. Or you could call it top five favorite books for toddlers. Or you could call it something like Black History Storytime Spotlights. Maybe you could call it Date Night Sparkle Mini Makeover Challenge. Or if you do decor, you could call it a Holiday Mantle Makeover Challenge. See, it just depends on your company. It depends on what your niche needs are, how you serve and solve for your audience, and what you love to teach about, what you love to share about, how you love to serve and solve for your audience. And then think about the time of the year and what their specific needs are. And if you get stuck, throw some ideas out there and let them choose on a poll. Okay, so setting up your group event. Here are some tips. <laughs> you wanna create an event inside the group, okay? And then invite group members so they can RSVP. So your posts are gonna be in the group, but you wanna set up an event because when you do that and people RSVP and you can encourage them to RSVP, Facebook sends them reminders, those people who RSVP that they're going. They'll send them automatic reminders for you so you don't have to send extra reminders, okay? You can still reach out to them follow up if you want to but Facebook will do that for you and so you also want to leave your videos and posts up for replay for no more than three days to create that sense of urgency so they know that your challenge your workshop whatever you call it boot camp is going to be taken down on such and such a date and time and then you can encourage them to RSVP because Facebook sends them reminders so that way they won't miss out on checking out that content and learning all about it before everything is taken down. Let's talk about some group event success strategies. So you wanna create two cover banners. One cover banner for the event that you're gonna create inside of your group and another cover banner that you're going to use as a temporary cover banner for your group. 
Now I highly recommend that your banner for your group will have the days and times of your live videos. If you have any live videos that you're gonna be sharing with your event, make sure that you have the date and the time that that video is going to be shared live so that people can plan ahead and then anytime they head over to your group, they can easily see right on the group banner what your event is about and when they need to tune in. This will also help as they invite anyone to your group who might be interested in the event so they can immediately look at the group banner, get an idea of what the event is about to see what they're interested in, and they might not be able to watch every single video if you're gonna have uh, multiple videos, but they can pick out the one that they are most interested in and make sure that they tune in for that one. I also highly recommend that you create a Google form. So it's like a survey, but you can use Google Forms. It's actually free and it's really easy to set up, but use a Google form to both expose them to your offers and also gather important information. And you're gonna use this Google form as sort of a end of the event door prize slip. So when you set it up, you can ask certain questions, let them you know, give some feedback based on the event. You can tell them about any specials that are going on. You can remind them about whatever your special offer might be and your specific solutions or bundles that you're offering for a limited time and a special deal. If you're a party plan company and you're booking parties, you can ask about whether or not they'd like to be a hostess in this uh, Google survey, Google form. You can also ask them if they're interested in joining your team or learning more about the opportunity in this Google form. And of course, make sure that you ask for their Facebook name. I always ask for their Facebook name because not everybody's real name is the same as their Facebook name. And I wanna be able to connect who filled out this survey. So make sure that you specify that they write down their Facebook name so that you know who said what. So when you follow up with them, you can find who to follow up with. And as I mentioned, the door prize being the Google survey, I highly recommend you have some sort of a giveaway that goes with that. So you want it to be a good giveaway because you want people to take the time to fill out the Google survey. You don't want the Google survey to be too complicated, four or five questions tops, but you wanna be intentional with the kind of questions that you ask and make sure that you set it that they're required to answer those questions in order to submit the actual Google survey. And the other cool thing about Google surveys is then the end, when they go to submit it, they get this submit page and you can even put a shop link on there if you want to, that will send them right to your website or send them to a specific product or a specific page. But you wanna have a good giveaway. So it doesn't have to break the bank, but you really wanna be intentional and make sure it's something that they actually want. So you can make it something that is connected to the actual theme of the event. So you could do like a little grab bag, you could do like a little prize bundle pack, you could do some swag, you could do a specific coupon, whatever you wanna do, but it has to be something that is really enticing or they're just not gonna to want to fill out the survey unless it's something that they know that they really are excited about winning. So every person that submits their Google form, okay, has to be a fully filled out Google form, earns an entry. And as I mentioned before, you wanna offer some sort of a special limited time offer to create that added 
sense of urgency. So we're creating a sense of urgency by leaving the actual event and the videos, the training, etc., up for a certain amount of time, no more than three days, okay? I would recommend 48 hours is usually the sweet spot, but sometimes three days, it really just depends when your event is ending. So if it's ending over the weekend, you could give them until maybe Monday night if you want to, or you could give them till Sunday if it ends on a Thursday. So it just really depends. But you also wanna make sure that you're giving them some sort of sense of urgency, not just to watch the videos and to participate in the actual event, but also to order. So create some sort of a discount. Maybe you do like a certain solutions bundle discount. So if they buy these certain products together, they get some sort of a discount, maybe 10% off, or maybe they get free shipping or whatever you want it to be. Make sure that you're obviously still making a profit, but you're getting more product in their hands, which means hopefully they'll be more likely to shop with you again if they fall in love with that product or they fall in love with the product line. So either way, it's a win-win, but you definitely want to make sure that you're not breaking the bank here. You want to be smart about it, but you want to have some sort of a way to encourage them to order now rather than later. Because remember, if you give them the option to procrastinate, then they will because people are busy and they get distracted. And the chances are, if they don't have a reason to be pulled back in from their crazy, hectic, busy lives in order to shop with you, then they won't do it. <laughs> They'll eventually do it, but it's not its not gonna be for a while, okay? So give them some sort of a reason to buy now rather than later. And if your company is doing some sort of a sale already that is ending during a certain time frame, if you know that ahead of time, then you can kind of piggyback off of that and create something special that makes sense for your audience, makes sense for your event, and you can use their special sale instead of creating one for your for your, on your own if you know what that time frame is and if you time it properly. Let's talk about the group event structure. <laughs> so you want this to be three days of fun engagement posts before the actual event because you wanna make sure you have some fun, lighthearted engagement posts, okay? just so that people have a, an easy way to comment on the post that will boost engagement in your group that will help more people see the post in your group when you start to post and share the important post that you want them to see. So you wanna have two to three days of some fun, lighthearted, you know, no brainer, really easy to comment on engagement posts. And, and they can be tied to the event or they can just be something silly and fun. It's totally up to you, but you really wanna have that buffer, you know, in between your normal posts that you do in your group and then in between your actual group event where you have some specific posts that are geared intentionally to boost engagement and have people commenting on it. So if you wanna do like a little, you know, inexpensive type game thrown in there, you can do that as one of those engagement posts too, but it doesn't have to be a game, just something that's really fun that will get people commenting and maybe even conversing. Then following those three, two to three days of engagement posts, you wanna have three to five days of educational posts or videos. So it really just depends on the content 
whether you choose three days or five days. If it's something that's a little bit meatier and you wanna break it up so that they're not watching a 40 minute video and you wanna break it up into smaller videos, then you can do that. But if your group is, you know, they do better with a longer video than a bunch of smaller videos, then you can go ahead and you can have it in less days. So it really just depends, you know, the first time, first two times you do this, you'll be gauging, testing things out, figuring out what your audience responds best to, and then you can tweak from there. But I would say no more than five days because after five days, you kind of, you've kind of lost them. <laughs> you've lost their attention. You know, they're onto something else. So you want to stay within that sweet spot of three to five days. And I love Facebook guides. They used to be called units. They might change it again. So maybe you're listening to this and it's called something different. But basically, it's a way inside your group to organize posts now into these social learning guides. So you can create a guide for your event. You can title it the name of your challenge, workshop, boot camp, whatever it is. And then you can organize all of your posts in order so that when they go back, if they if they miss the post or miss the video and they want to catch the replay before you take everything down, then they can go ahead over and easily find it in that guide so they don't have to be scrolling through post after post to find the one that they're looking for. They can easily find it in that guide. Everything is in order and then they can watch or comment on what they want to comment on. So keeping it organized simplifies it for them and the easier you make it for them, the more likely they're actually going to participate. Now you wanna hold off on posting that door prize Google form until the last day. So after you've shared the last education post, you wanna go ahead and post that and then pin it to the featured announcements. And then you can tag the people who've RSVP'd, people who maybe didn't RSVP, but they were engaged to make sure that they see it. You could even send people a message who have been engaged in the event and make sure that they see it. Door prize post is posted. You can go ahead and find it pinned to the top under the featured tab. And again, Facebook is always changing things. So wherever the pin posts are, <laughs> that's where you wanna put it again. So it's easy to find and also you want to add it to the guide as well and I would highly recommend you making it one of like the first post or the second post in the guide hopefully they've gone through and they've watched everything already so that's why you want to wait until the very last educational post but you want to make sure that you go ahead and post that and then I highly recommend, just so it bumps it up and makes it more visible, that you put something in the text of that post when they fill it out, they earn a giveaway entry, whatever your giveaway is, and then ask them to comment or you know, don't say comment because Facebook doesn't like engagement baiting, but do something like with the pointing arrows down or you know, share that with the pointing arrows down, done when you've completed it, so I know. And that will kind of help keep that post boosted up and visibility, more people will see it, etc. Then you wanna have, the sweet spot is 48 hours when it comes to ordering. I find that if you wait any longer than that, people have spent their money elsewhere, people have forgotten, their mind has 
their mind's wandering, you know, you don't have their attention anymore. And again, you want to keep that sense of urgency because if you if people keep putting it off and off and off, they'll eventually talk themselves out of ordering. They'll just wait until the next event or whatever. So you want to make sure you get them, give them a reason and keep encouraging them with this sense of urgency to order now rather than later. So I would say 48 hours closing out your event for orders and for whatever that special is and for the giveaway entries and taking everything down. 48 hours is usually the sweet spot. Sometimes I extend it by a day after that 48 hours just in case before I end up closing everything up and taking everything down. But 48 hours, 72 hours max is usually the sweet spot. So within those 48 hours where people can order and get your special deal, people can, you know, make sure that they're checking back on the videos that they missed and earning giveaway entries by making sure they fill out the survey, etc. Then you could have reminder posts during those two days where you post and you kind of refer back to one of the educational videos and also remind them at the same time about your special offer, whatever that is, and always in the post let them know when, you know, two days to go or one day to go and make sure that you're having that, building up that sense of urgency with those posts. Then of course, once you've you know done this a few times, you've gotten your flow, you've tweaked and you've changed things up, you've figured out what works best with your group and your audience and your schedule, then you can start to think of ways to systemize your group events. So as you're doing this on a regular basis, you're gonna find that there are certain events that you're just like, wow, this went really well. I see where I can make it better. You know, I see what went well and what didn't. And I would love to do this event again. So you can repeat, so there's nothing wrong with repurposing. You can repeat and repurpose your content next year around the same time, or maybe even a different time of year. It depends on whether your event is tied to something that's seasonal. And then you don't have to recreate the wheel and rewrite an event. You just have to change things out. Maybe you'll use different pictures. Maybe you'll, you know, use different products in your demo. If your catalog has changed, you have different prints or different scents or whatever but you don't have to reinvent the whole type the whole event you can just you know tweak and update and edit wherever you need to and then that helps you systemize it so as you're creating your events make sure you always have like an outline you can use google doc or you can use evernote or if you use word whatever you want to use i highly recommend google doc because if you have a team then it's very easy to share a Google Doc with your team as long as you set it to public because not everybody has Word on their computer. And I used to do that before, before I got a Mac. <laughs> and so many people said, I can't open this. I don't have Word. I highly recommend a Google Doc. Evernote is another great option because you can add pictures in there. You can do that with a Google Doc too, but sometimes it looks a little messy. It's totally up to you. Maybe you want to use a Trello board for that, but have some sort of a way that you can save your outline, you can save your posts, okay, your verbiage, any pictures that you used, even the videos, you might not use the same video, but you can use it as a guide when you go back and you create the videos again, but also as a way that you can share with your team so that they cannot copy your event, but use it as a guide or as an outline to create their own. So that way you're able to share it with them. So you wanna make sure that you are using 
choosing something that you can go back a year from now or six months from now and then you can use that as a guide to use that. You know, if you're using something again that did really well, make sure that you have a guide. Otherwise, you're gonna be sitting down and having to, to recreate everything all over again. So make sure you house it somewhere. And I highly recommend it's off of Facebook because I have a group that I'm the only member in and I call it my brain dump group. So I used to put it in there, but then if something happens and you can't get to your Facebook account, then what happens? You don't, you don't have access to it. So make sure you have it someplace off of Facebook. Google Docs is a good option and Evernote is another great option too. And they're both free. Then you wanna make sure you create some sort of a tracking system so that you can know who RSVP'd, who participated, and then you can know who to follow up with before the event ends. And you also wanna make sure that you have some sort of a follow-up tracking system so that you know what is the next step, what is the funnel process that you're taking them through from exposed to your event to closed, meaning they order. <laughs> what is the process? What is the step-by-step -step process? What do you say? You can, of course, always personalize it for each person, but what are you gonna say? What is the next step? Have some sort of a process for that. So whether you have a follow-up binder, whether you have some sort of a sheet on Google Docs that you follow, or whether you have an Excel sheet or a Google sheet that you use to keep track. My favorite, if you've been hanging out here, <laughs> you know that my favorite is Trello. So Trello is a great way to use, um, a great easy way to create a prospecting tracker, a follow-up tracker, any type of tracking system. But remember, if you're not tracking, you're slacking. You're having leads and potential new customers or potential repeat customers or potential teammates falling through the cracks because you don't have a way to you know connect with them and you're forgetting what stage in the process they're at so you don't know what the next step is and then you have to go back and you have to look at the messages you have to look at the posts and that just takes forever and you end up wanting to give up so make sure you have a way to track that process and I highly recommend using Trello, which is also free. Okay, so your action step homework for today is to grab my free group value events outline and checklist inside my Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers Facebook community and look under the Files tab once you're in there. Be sure to answer all the group questions to be approved to join. Then, once you've chosen your first event theme, post it to the group and feel free to ask for help in coming up with a catchy name to go with it. And before you go, let me leave you with an abundance prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much in advance for the connections and relationships I am building and will build in my business. Help me to remember that selling is serving and to keep your calling and purpose at the center of my business as I work on building a servant-hearted community of transformation instead of transaction. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Mommy's show. Hey, Mama. If you found value in today's show, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave an Apple Podcast review. You can even share this podcast with your team because when we work together, we can empower Mamas to claim the abundant life they desire and deserve. Come join our Facebook community at Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers. Can't wait to get to know you.